The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. Okay, so uh, what do we got to talk about this week? In a world overrun with formula movies and lame Hollywood reboots, two brothers from separate worlds scour the outer edges of entertainment to separate the potential cult classics from the B-movie bombs. They watch the films so you don't have to. They are the Heroes of the Frame. That's a good start. <laughs> Where we start? I can hold it. Hey, here we go. Three, two, one, go. Welcome to the Keepers of the Fringe. I'm Derek, and with me, as always, is the gassy Yogi Bear to my. Boo boo, Chris. What's up, boo boo, Yogi? Hey, what's up there, motherfucker? <laughs> motherfucker, sir. How you Sorry. doing, bitch? <laughs> Alrighty. That was a weird. That was a weird attempt at boo. I don't know, Yogi. <laughs> yogi. <laughs> yogi. The only thing I'm doing right now is your mom. <laughs> Sick burn, boo boo. <laughs> but the game is finished. Yeah, that seemed really loud on your... A little bit, yeah. But my speaker is fucked up, so it, it's all distorted on certain loud things. It gets crazy. I don't give a fuck! <laughs> <laughs> that was crystal clear. <laughs> anyway, how's it going? How's things? Alrighty. How are you? <laughs> oh, wonderful. Hey, I got a fun story for you this week. Oh, do tell! Mm. Once upon a time... No. No. Oh. Um, so it's been nice this week, as you are probably aware. Um, so I've been driving around with my windows down finally, which is great. Um, the other day, uh, driving along, driving home from work, windows all open and stuff, listening to my music. I had my, my, uh, Amazon music on, uh, shuffle, uh, random. And, um, do you remember, do you remember the Anthrax song, um, Starting up a posse. Yeah. From Attack of the Killer Bees. Starting up a posse. <laughs> My posse. <laughs> Fuck you, saying that. Yeah. So I'm driving along and I'm driving past and I'm listening to that song in particular and I'm, I drive past these two uh, younger girls walking down the street. They were, I don't know, maybe 12, 13, maybe 14, whatever. And as I'm driving by, they get to the part where they yell out, CUNT! <laughs> Oh, and I was like, oh, no, I've never been so fucking, I was so embarrassed. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that's the song, I wasn't, I wasn't saying that to you, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, oh, man. That's when you know you're getting older, you're like, oh, I apologize, I didn't. Well, you know, driving by these little teens, and all of a sudden, they hear, they hear, cunt! <laughs> I felt so I felt so bad. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Of course, you know, I didn't stop or anything. I was just like, you know, me. <laughs> yeah, it would just make it worse. You would be arrested right now. I'm like, what is? It was just, it was just like the most perfect timing, but also like the worst timing of ever. Oh, I had that today. I was actually Ooh. near the gas station where I go 
there's a church. Oh. And I was listening to Slayer. Oh. Disciple. Yeah. And it was right on the God hates us all part. Oh. So I was just driving by when people were coming out. <laughs> God hates us all. another thing. It's like, kind of awesome. Dark bitches. <laughs> You're like, oh man, that was perfect. Perfect timing. I didn't even queue it up or nothing. Yeah, see, the difference is that's awesome. And what happened to me was so fucking embarrassing. I'm so... I, I don't even know if they heard it or not. <laughs> yeah, probably didn't enough to be able to, like, well... Uh, yeah, I'm hoping not. Holy fuck. It was... Oh, man. <laughs> you know, reminds me of... you. Well, you know this, but... I was, we were just, I was driving with one of my friends, one of our friends. <laughs> and he, we pulled up to the stoplight, and... He switched it to like a Spanish station. Jeez! Oh, it just turned it all the way up while we were at the light. He didn't say anything, so it was like like all the horns and everything. And he just stood there. He just and then as soon as the light changed, he turned it down and like <laughs> that shit cracked me up because that shit was loud as fuck. And I was like, what? Because we were just talking, and he stopped and then <laughs> turned up the Spanish channels and blasted it. <laughs> and then just turn it down and act like nothing happened. I was like, what the fuck? That's fucking amazing. That shit was funny. Uh, Times of the radio. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So. Oh, I had one real quick that I liked. Oh. I was listening to Mr. Bungle and it was on My Ass oh. is on Fire. Uh. <laughs> and it was like. What the fuck are you looking at? What are you looking at? That part, like, don't you fucking look at me. <laughs> I pulled up right next to somebody right where that part was starting. Don't you fucking look at me. Don't you fucking look at me. <laughs> so that's all they heard of that song. <laughs> like, I love it. That's awesome. Like, changed, and then I just kept going. I'm like, See, you know what would have been really fucking cool about that is if, if you could, if you could have, um, while that was going on, he was saying, don't you fucking look at me, if you just slowly turned your head <laughs> to look at him, and then just slowly turned back and then took off. Well, I felt weird, because I was like, <laughs> but it was kind of funny. That reminds... like, what the fuck? What the hell's going on? <laughs> that reminds me. Um, speaking of Anthrax and Mr. B- um, Mr. Bungle announced a tour. They're going on tour. And um, they're coming to Boston on Monday, September 11th. Crazy. Yeah, that's a weird day. But yeah, like like Scott Ian is in Anthrax now. I mean, he, I mean, he always has been in Anthrax. <laughs> I mean, he's in Mr. Bungle. <laughs> <laughs> I hear he's in that that an, Anthrax. Is that a band there? Anth- is that Anthrax. Anthrax? Is that correct? Anybody I think they're coming with a new album soon. Anthrax. Yeah. Mm. I think it's on the horizon in this year or sometime. Interesting. Interesting. I hope it's good. <laughs> yeah. Why? I'm talking like this. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> What the? I don't even know what the fuck. Anyway, Cunt! All right, let's go. Let's move on. <laughs> and no, kids, we have not been drinking. We're taking any drugs. So, <clears throat> let's get into business, shall we? Okay. So we'll start with some Marvel stuff. Um, and not just that, but we will talk about the Marvels movie for which they just released a trailer for. Did you see said trailer? 
I did. I have one quick question. Is nope. my nope. is my air conditioning too loud? Is your what? Air conditioning. I didn't even know you had air conditioning until you said that. So. Oh, you don't hear it? Because it's kind of loud at the moment. I just didn't know it was coming through. Nope. Okay. <clears throat> we are professional podcasters. Anyway. Well, it kind of rattles. Sometimes it rattles in the window a little bit, so that's what's kind of vibrating a little right now. Oh, well, um. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, I was just trying to make sure it wasn't. <laughs> anyway. Um, Good to you. One thing. Yeah, last, last episode. I know my chair, every time I move, I tried to cut it out as best as there's still. So if you noticed it, people, then just realized there was a lot more. Anyway, so, Marvel's trailer. Thoughts? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of on the exact same boat. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't really like the Miss Marvel movie. N- the Captain no, I mean, Marvel. Captain yeah, Marvel, Captain yeah. Marvel. Um, this Marvel show was okay. I liked, I yeah, the show overall was okay, but I did like her a lot. She was really good. Yeah, I liked her. I can't remember her name, but she was good. Miss Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to watch it, but I, am I excited to watch it? I, I don't feel like that is the case. Yeah, it did. Like, the trailer was, oh, that's, you know, okay, that's cool. It's nice to see something on it, but I wasn't like, it didn't, it didn't flash me. Yes, it, what? It didn't flash me. Flash you? Yeah, like the Flash trailer did. Oh, okay. Um, that's, that is how I'm going to refer to a trailer that makes excited from now on. Which I'm still <laughs> pissed about that, by the way. Fuck you, Flash, for making me want to see the mo- your damn movie. I know, it doesn't deserve it. It does not deserve it, but it, and if it sucks, if it ends up sucking, it's going to be like the biggest fucking con in the entire history of, anyway, so the Marvel's trailer, (laughs) (laughs) I have here, um, 13 things revealed in the Marvel's trailer. Holy shit. Do I have, I don't give a fuck button or no? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but please go ahead. Potato. <laughs> um, first thing we saw is the space station, uh, the Saber space station, which is where Nick Fury's been hiding out with his scroll buddies. Although we don't know. I believe this was originally, this movie was originally supposed to come out before Secret Invasion. So now that they're swapped, I don't know. Like, Secret Invasion is coming out first, so I don't know how that's going to affect what. But anyway, the Saber Space Station is interesting uh, because in in the comics, it is uh, aligned with Sword. Sword! Which is. Sword! <laughs> which is the space version of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, because Marvel likes making. What do you call those? Um, acronyms. And so, so... What was Herbie? Um, how every rubber boy is... I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, you were doing so good. I know, I know. I, I couldn't think of anything the last thing. Um, but, but anyway, um, so if the Saber Space Station there, that could mean that we could at some point see SWORD as well. Um, but we don't know what Saber stands for, but... Saber is not actually out of. Maybe they changed Sword into Saber because it's it's basically the same shit. Maybe they did because you can't have. A, why would you have a thing called Saber and then a thing called a Sword? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You're right. You're absolutely fucking right. But if they, why would they change it though? I don't. Fucking... 
And if they don't say what saber means, I don't even. Eat. Yeah, anyway. So moving on. But anyway, it's kind of cool. And then there's there's Dick, and then there's um characters like Ab- Abigail Brandt, who is rumored to be one of them, who is like the head of Swords Ward. Anyway. Is that the green haired lady? Yes, exactly. Which I thought she was coming up in a movie, or she was in a movie already, but not really. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Because number two is, hey, Nick Fury's back. Yay. <laughs> Although he does seem kind of Nick Fury-ish. Uh, number three, there was a scene of Monica Rambo in space. Uh, Monica Rambo, you first saw in WandaVision series. Well, didn't we see her in Captain Marvel as the little girl? Technically, yes, you are correct. You want a fucking bozo badge? I do! <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so, we, of course, we see Monica Rambo. That's, uh, we see her inspecting a what looks like a jump point, something we see in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, let's see. Number four, everyone gathers at the Khan household, so everyone ends up at Miss Marvel's house with her family for some reason. Uh, number five, someone's be keeping tabs on Kamala, because we see that Nick Fury has an entire file on her. Um, <clears throat> number six is one I'm not, I don't know, I'm not really super, apparently people love the character, but I'm not a super fan. That's Goose the Flurkin returns. Oh. Yeah. Goose the Flurkin? What? The... <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Is all that right? Goose the Flurkin, Yes. <laughs> Goose the Flerican. I can't say it. I can't not say it that way, I though. Me, I can't either. And now I have to say the whole thing. Goose the Flerican. <laughs> Isn't that what they said at the beginning of that Def Leppard song? <laughs> Goose the Flerican. <laughs> Goose the Flerican. That's going to be the title, Guten Glauben, well, I don't know, Actually, I like that. Oh, let me write that down. Uh, yeah, so, the only, the, the only thing I did like about seeing Goose the um, in the trailer was the part where, um, where Kamala first sees it, him, and he does a tentacle thing, and then she freaks out. That I, I'm glad they did having her freak out. That was kind of instead of being like, "Oh, that's so cool," <clears throat> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I know what you're saying. All right, moving on. But see, then it's just gonna irritate me because I'm all gonna think about is Nick Cage's eye, and it's gonna bother me. What happened in Nick Cage's eye? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. Yes, Nick Fury. Yes, it was straight for that. <laughs> and then my eye <laughs> scraped that my eye. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, Renfield opened to see it. I do too. I'm excited. Um, moving on. Number seven. Uh, the character Captain the Marvels and Monica Rambeau are all entangled somehow. So every time they use their powers, they switch places. It's like Freaky Friday, but with the like, superheroes. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. And not only that, I don't give a fuck. 
<laughs> well, that's similar to the Freaky Friday. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's true. Um, number eight, uh, there is um, there is a Danit, a, a Danit? There's a planet with dancing aliens. Sounds really lame. So, Sounds according like- to plot leaks, um, the plot leaks have alluded to a plot point with an alien planet where its inhabitants sing and dance to communicate. That is fucking lame. That's party of the liberal agenda. <laughs> Trying to indoctrinate our kids. <laughs> I got being s- loose and fancy free. I gotta say once again, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's the devil's planet. <laughs> Um, so there's a scene where they could be possibly be on that planet, or that scene could be like a, a Pakistani wedding or a celebration of some sort. But anyway, I really don't like that idea. Next. Was uh, it the Bollywood planet? Yeah, kind of. Interesting. No, it isn't. Why? I couldn't, that's the only word that came to mind. <laughs> I don't know. Fascinating. Maybe it plays better than it sounds. I doubt it. But we'll because see. if I landed on a planet and everybody was dancing at me, I would just immediately turn around and leave. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's like, oh no, fuck this. Fuck this. What am I in a fucking Michael Jackson video here, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, next up. I got you smooth criminals right <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <sighs> and um Anyway, moving on, uh, we see Park Xiao Jun's secret role in the Marvel. Uh, did you just have a stroke? I did. What happened? Yes. Um, <laughs> Are you saying a foreign name again, Derek? <laughs> <laughs> is that what just happened? <laughs> it is indeed. How to tell if your friend's saying a foreign name or having a stroke? Park Xiao Jun. <laughs> Flag. <laughs> Gluten, gluten. <laughs> anyway, so um, his character um, currently in undisclosed role, but rumor has it he's playing Prince Yan, the ruler of the alien planet, with singing fucking. <sighs> Another theory is he could be playing. Like, what loose the planet? Exactly. Is that what they're going to have? Yeah. Oh, man. Except nobody's stopping them from dancing, even though... Fucking shot. <laughs> Another theory is that actor Park Theo Jun is <clears throat> possibly playing the character Novar, known as, also known as Marvel Boy. And uh, that's a Kree super soldier who joins the Young Avengers in the comics. So, that's interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah? Uh, next up, apparently, Gustav Furkin has the kittens. Uh, <laughs> uh, and oh man, here we go. Uh, number eleven, Zawe Ashton as Darben. So act the act actress Zawe Ashton. I know I'm saying that wrong. Um, is playing. If you are, you could have fooled me. It sounded almost natural. Thanks. What that sounded natural, but Park Zero June didn't sound natural. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Um, anyway, she is playing, um, character Darben, who is most likely the main agonist of the film. Antagonist? The main agonist. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is an agonist? (laughs) Maybe I I am having... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
anyway, she's a Kree, and she's wielding a cosmic rod, which is cool, and a Kree warhammer. And she's standing next to a couple of Kree accusers, and word is that perhaps she's taking over for Ronan the accuser. It's like, why do you... It just makes me irritated that they keep killing off villains. It's like, what, what are you, why? I know, right? Um, and then we get... Everybody gets new costumes. How exciting. Uh, including Miss Marvel has a more... Her costume's a little more armor. And Monica Rambo gets a costume to Photon character costume in the comics. In the comics, Rambo at one goes by Photon. And Captain Marvel, uh, her new costume looks a lot like Janice Vell's costume, who is the son of the comics original Captain Marvel, Marvel. And then finally, uh, Dar Ben's Bangle. <laughs> what? Darben's bagel? <laughs> Darben's bagel. Um, and that is that near near the end of the trailer, we see um, an action sequence featuring Darben wearing a bangle that emits a purple crystalline energy similar to Kamala's, uh, likely picking up the plot thread from Miss Marvel, the Miss Marvel show, where we saw in a flashback that the bangle was previously found on a severed blue. Establishing a connection to the creep. So maybe she, maybe Miss Marvel will end up with bangle. A double bangle. See how they said bagel? I was like, bagel. Dead bars bagel. I was like, what? <laughs> dead, dead bars bagel. Dead bars bangle. <laughs> bagel? The fuck? <laughs> anyway, so there's some stuff we saw in the Mar- Marvel's trailer. Again, Gee, that, moved, that moved the needle. Uh, not at all for me, but thanks <laughs> for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Very true, very true. Alright, well then let's fucking move on, shall we? <laughs> oh we got some every time. Yeah. It's good stuff. It just makes you wanna dance like a flirt. This is the way it comes in too. I know, right? <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> It, like, catches your attention for a second and then gets going and you're like, anyway, uh, Deadpool 3 news. Uh, it looks like official, Deadpool 3 officially adds a two, a two, a couple familiar faces to the movie. And that is, of course, we will see the return of Marina Baccarin, who played, uh, Deadpool's love interest, Vanessa, who apparently in the comics but more importantly, we are going to get the return of Colossus. Very cool. Yeah, he was good in the yeah. Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2, yep. So that's cool. And that's also, you know, a mutant flat out. So, well, so is Deadpool 2. But, so yeah, so, so of course, that is, that is in addition to returning characters, um, Dopinder and Blind Al. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Moving on. <laughs> got a little update on um blade the blade blade the series blade the blade blade, blade. uh so actress mia goth is joining blade and here's the interesting she will be playing a character called lilith now what's interesting about that is there are actually two big characters in the Marvel comics named Lilith Lilith and one is um the mother of demons who um fought ghost rider and stuff in the comics um and she is um 
I don't know if you might remember. She, do you remember Lilith in, in the Ghost Rider comics? Um, she was. Yeah, I mean, well, she was the main agonist in the Midnight Suns game. <laughs> oh, was she? Yeah. Oh, okay. Did she look like the comic version with the like the? She, uh, she had like this pale white skin, this really weird looking head. Well, it's a check on the weird head. I can't remember exactly. <laughs> she had a forehead like a driving. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, so so uh, Mia Goth could possibly play be playing that character, or um, another big character named Lil- Lilith in the Marvel comics is the daughter of Dracula, which she could also be playing that character, or. Some people put out perhaps a combination of the two. Or she could just be some misnamed Willow. <laughs> There's always that, the wild card. But the game is finished. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is very true. So, But it's a good possibility. Yeah, being with the Midnight Suns thing, they could do the demon thing. Or with the, it's Blade and he's a Dracula, they could do that angle. And then he would be fighting it because... Right. And... Really, either way would be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I li- I've i only seen her in a few movies, but I, I like her. Like, I saw her in Pearl, and I thought she did a really good job. Oh, that's right. That's, yeah. I never, <coughs> I haven't, so, so I don't even know if I've ever seen her. But she was good in the, in the Pearl. And- well, in X, she was, you know, okay, but, like, she played the old lady in X, which I didn't know that oh, until after I watched it. I remember you telling me that, yeah. So that was, I was like, oh, shit, that was, I didn't realize that was her. That's pretty cool. I mean, that that's impressive. Huh? Yeah, I guess so. But then the uh, the prequel. Like <laughs> <heck> was that? <laughs> that was my burp, my burp growl. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It was weird. <laughs> what the hell? What, what, what? Oh, yeah, Mia Goth. Um, yeah, so that could be some interesting... The other thing that's off-putting is that she's rocks to no eyebrows, which I'm not used to seeing that on people. I know, I keep seeing those pictures, and I'm like, what is that? Yeah, because I was like, there's something... I couldn't tell what it was at first, but something was like... Interesting, weird for me. Is but is that is that something she does normally, or for or was that for like a role or something? I don't know. I think she's just a normal thing. I haven't seen her. I actually had never seen her with eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's like a specific thing. You're like you have like eyebrow pattern baldness. I don't think that happened. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> that you would call that. Yeah, so I think it's a choice. Yeah, I've only seen a few people do it, and they all and never. It always looks weird. It's weird how a little strip of hair can make so much difference on somebody's face. I know, right? I'm not saying that she's that she's ugly or anything like that, but no, no, it, it, yeah, it's just it's, something. It's very, look. yeah, it's, it's very noticeable and jarring, kind of. It's just like, yeah, it's just weird how that little thing. Well, some of the eyebrows, which you don't really ever think about, but when it's not there, you're like, yeah, I know, something right? weird. You're like fucking eyebrows. Who's the shit? You know, it's, yeah. I don't give a fuck until they're gone, and then. I you don't know what you got. <laughs> I just want to take a sharpie. <laughs> like, okay, I feel better now. Like Trump did to the uh, the hurricane. 
that's fucking real? I can't believe that's fucking real. We can't even go into that. But... I know. Yeah, let, yeah, let's not go there. We don't have time for that. He couldn't accept being wrong, so he... <laughs> Yeah, that's Sharpie and the director of the storm. Fucking A. What a fucking clown. I know, I know. All right, all right. Nope, we can't, we can't. Nope. If clown shoes were alive, (laughs) it would be him. He has clown shoes incarnate. (laughs) Cheeto covered clown shoes. All right, all right, all right, we gotta move on, we gotta move on. Okay. Okay, here we go, moving on. Ah, that was good. All right, next up, we have some potential Fantastic Four rumors. So, um, according to sources, um, it was... Um, <laughs> word is that the director of the Fantastic Four, wait, is that the director? Uh, Matt Shackman, Shakman, Shakman, Shackman, Shookman, Shaka, Shakman, Shakaka, Shakaka, Anyway, they're planning to <laughs> they're planning to go um in a more cosmic direction with the Fantastic Four movie. <clears throat> Very interesting. Whoa. Well, so here's here's a quote, okay? Uh I'm told that Matt is planning to go very cosmic with his Fantastic Four movie. Lots of 1960s elements, and that the film will feature both Galactus and the Silver Surfer. Now, some some people, and I actually agree with this, um, some people have said, you know, some people wished, wanted to see uh, if and when, you know, when they bring Galactus, he will end up being like a big Thanos-level multi-film threat, which it's Galactus, yeah. so, yeah, totally. So could could this maybe possibly introduced in the Fantastic Four and then become after Kang the next big big bad guy? That would be interesting. Yeah, they better not make him a one and done deal. Yeah, don't make him a one and done. Don't make him a fucking cloud. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, no clouds. No clouds. So, but but they introduced the Celestial, so they could. I, I, that's not too much of a stretch to have a black. Yeah, right. You're right. Totally. Um, at this moment, the Fantastic Four is still set to come out on February 14th, so could we get Galactus as a little Valentine's Day present? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I like them Frank fried potatoes. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyway, rumor or not, that is still something here. Yes. Yes? Yeah. And Dr. Doom, we need him at least something. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, see, what I would like to see is Dr. I don't know. Do we want to see Doctor Doom as the first villain again? Yeah. Well, maybe like in yes. a like a background kind of lay some groundwork. Yeah. See, because like so, like when you think of of Batman, a bat like oh a new Batman movie, and oh we're doing the Joker. You're like I love the Joker, but you've already done the Joker to death. Uh, but in this case, you know they've done Doctor Doom, but they haven't really done Doctor Doom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not not. They didn't do it. Well, yeah. Right, exactly. <clears throat> Even though technically they've done three times already, but... And I think the Roger Corman one was probably the best. 
Yeah, which is, you know, right, exactly. insane to say out loud. <laughs> it, it is, yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing like them tackle Doctor their first villain, and you know, have Galactus Silver Surfer kind of show up and start. You know, and don't kill him. And don't, yeah, don't fucking kill him. Definitely don't kill Doctor. Because no. that's fucking don't no. But anyway, so yeah, I'm kind of, I'm still kind of excited about the Fantastic Four movie. Um. But it's still it's still far off enough that I'm like it's still kind of on the fringes. Ha <laughs> ha, fringes. Keep it. Oh, it's like our name. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Next <laughs> up, we have our uh, Marvel news. We're kind of moving on about. Um, we've had some news about the HBO Max streaming service. And of course, as we are all aware, HBO Max is HBO is uh, combining with Disney Plus. Uh, Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be interesting? <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, they're they're merging with Discovery and becoming one unified brand. Which has caused some controversy as last year they went through a fucking crazy canceling binge. Ridiculous. Um, but now they're getting a new name, which I think we might have made previously. And they're going to be called, instead of HBO Max, they're going to be called just Max. Yeah, that's... See, just on the surface, you're like, hey, I feel like I'm getting less because there was there's two names and now there's only one. Right. So just at a subconscious level, you're like, mm, not as good as value. Right. But HBO is like, you know, I mean, everybody, anybody that said anything about it is, I mean, that's the, that's the name brand. Right. Why would you get rid of that? Right. The HBO is the part that attracts you to the HBO Max. Now it's just Max. Max Hedrum? No, just Max. But isn't like Cinemax, and all, isn't that still a thing, right? Yes, but this is just Max. That's such a bad idea. But I know, right? And Cinemax is its own thing. Although I thought at one point that they were HBO and Cinemax were the part of the same thing, but Cinemax is not a part of this deal, as far as I'm aware. Um, but so this new rebranded service, which could be coming in May or June, um, it will have a combination of content from Discovery Plus and HBO Max, and um. It's going to have different tiered options, including the current $16 per month that HBO Max has. I am curious, and they better not change it, because I right now have HBO Max for free, because I get HBO, the HBO channels on Comcast. They better not fucking change that. I think I'm paying, I get the $16.99 version, or whatever the fuck it is. Right. But there's a higher one, that one's the ad, ad-free, whatever, mm. and then there's a $20 one that's like, Ad free plus I don't know what. Right. Are they gonna block off some shows that you can't see or Oh, they fucking better not. Although I don't really Um Yeah, but I'm like what what else could they offer that would be Yeah, exactly. Because it's not like, you know, one tier has fucking ads and shit, right? Your yours doesn't have ads, right? Yeah, I don't have any ads. Okay, yeah. So Well last time I checked anyway. Right. Well there's no <coughs> there's no word on what these tiers will be, but we'll see. So 
Of course, the the new the new service will continue to offer HBO Max titles uh, such as House of the Dragon and The Last of Us. It will also introduce Discovery series, including Fixer Upper and Property Brothers. Woohoo! What I don't shit? give a fuck. Um. Yeah. Of course, they they're turning it. Every, they're turning it into cable. Like, I know whoa. exactly. It's just, it's gonna end up being the same shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but no, you know, they're not bringing back the shit they fucking canceled, so what the fuck? But there's some un- been some other interesting, uh, regards, for example, there's now going to be HBO content available through Prime Video as part of the, quote, Warner Pass, <laughs> so why, why have me on, just gonna off shit on, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, it's getting way, way too complicated. <laughs> yeah, and then they've gone ahead and started airing some shows on some some heavily edited shows on TNT and TBS such as um Silicon Valley is an excellent show and and other shows but um True Blood another one both of those shows that's like if you censor those if you cut all the shit out so it can be shown on cable TV what's the fucking point cuz you cut out all the best shit yeah and by that I mean um <laughs> no, but seriously, at least for True Blood. Um, but <laughs> but Silicon Valley. It's okay. <laughs> Silicon Valley. I mean, you probably cut out a lot of great jokes and stuff that are in that one. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, who wants to watch any edited content? Uh, you know. Yeah. I, I, no shit. I mean, as, as a kid, we didn't have really much of a choice, so. Yeah, there you go. I guess. But nowadays, like, why would you do that? Yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't. I don't get it. But, there you have it. So, we'll see what ends up happening with that shit. But I think it's a good time for us to move. Because we have an update on some Transformers stuff. <clears throat> and this update really is more than meets the eye. <laughs> I'm the- oh, <laughs> that was good. I like it. Sorry, that was good. <laughs> anyway, um, according to, <laughs> according to uh, Heroic Hollywood, uh, there is a movie. There is an animated Transformers movie coming out. That's right, an animated Transformers movie coming out. What the fuck? I know. And there aren't really a whole lot of details on it. Uh, there's some. So the movie is going to be called Transformers, colon, High Moon. Weird title. High Moon. Oh, that's weird. Uh, and it will be released in theaters on July 19th, 2024. Um, it is being produced by E1 and Paramount Animation. Uh, but it is currently unclear who will be voicing voice acting in the film. But... It is supposedly a prequel story that will explore the origin of the heroic Megatron and the seeds of conflict between the harmony-seeking Autobots and domination-loving Decepticon. Oh, those domination-loving Decepticons. (laughs) I always said that about them. (laughs) Loving the domination. They might not kill fucking... I know it's a prequel, but if they kill... If they make a movie just to kill Optimus Prime again... Oh, Jesus, no. They can't fucking do that. Um, Who knows? Who knows what timeline? Who the fuck knows what's going on? Right. I know. So, yeah, there's no word on anything else, because right now they're focusing on Rise of Beasts. But 
I don't know, it's intriguing. New animated. I like it. Could be exciting. Could also be a big clusterfuck, but who knows? This is going to be one that as news items come out about this, it's either going to be really cool or it's going to be like, oh, fuck. Maybe they can transform their sucks into fucks. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I tried it and it wasn't that good either. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are professional podcasters. Don't try this shit at home. Actually, go ahead because really anybody can start up. Oh. And anybody has. And anybody. We're a group of that. that. Yeah. Okay, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, um, oh, so there's been an update on the DC's Creatures Commandos series, and in that update we have a full cast list. So here we go. So the Creatures, Creature Commandos is, of course, the animated, first animated series that was announced from DC, James Gunn, and it's going to feature the voice talents of Sean Gunn as Weasel, which we already are aware of, um... But this, here's the interesting one. This goes to a story that we talked about last week. Um, it will start, It will also have the voice talent of Frank Grillo as Rick Flagg Sr. Interesting. Um, indeed. Indeed. It will also have Maria Bakalova as Princess Alana Rostovic. Who that is? That was all one person, direct. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we'll have Indira Varma as the bride. Well, I'm not familiar with that, uh, that character. Uh, Zoe Chow as Nina Mazursky. I don't know. Uh, Alan Tudyk as Dr. Phosphorus. That I know. That's pretty cool. Actually, I like Alan Tudyk a lot. David Harbour from Stranger I, I, I prefer Johnny Three Dicks, actually. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> 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 I have a bad joke, Tourette's. I just have to throw it. It's Johnny Three Dicks! <laughs> but the game is finished. If anybody knew my dad, it would all make sense. Oh, fuck yeah. And even then, it still won't. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Alan Tudyk, not Three Dick, as Dr. David Harbour from We Know from Stranger Things, and uh, Hellboy, Hellboy, sorry, uh, will, be, will be playing Eric Frankenstein, and Sean Gunn will have another role as G.I. Robot, with Steve Agee reprising his role as John Economos, also known as Diebeard. Um, so what was the new part? I feel like we already went over this, no? The whole cast list? No. Not that I'm I feel like we did. We knew most a couple, but not the whole. Shut up, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, all of this sounds familiar. All of the bride and thing and the... Uh, I don't know who that is. And the... All right, fine. Well, there you go. There's another... Johnny Three Dicks. Johnny, Johnny Three Dicks. <laughs> it's all coming back to me. <laughs> yeah, how can you forget Johnny Three Dicks? You can't. <laughs> no, you can't. Um, but, 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 but. In another bit of DC, um, there was... So there was an exchange on Twitter. Um... A Twitter user and James Gunn, uh, in which the Twitter user asked James Gunn about a rumor that states that Zachary Levi has been booted from the role of Shazam after the horrible flop that Shazam Fury of the Gods. And, um, according to the rumor, uh, 
Levi was being replaced by Alan Richson and and um being unsure about the state of the Shazam DCU future. And Gunn's reply to that was simply no L O L O L Jesus. Oh, they're totally replacing him. <laughs> With Alan just the one deck guy. He's gonna <laughs> one dick, two dick, three dicks. <laughs> Three dick paw. <laughs> How many dicks can... <laughs> There's too many dicks on the dance floor. <laughs> you ever heard that? Play the Concords. No. Oh, no. Too many dicks. How many... Too many dicks. <laughs> oh, wait. Maybe I have heard that one. That does sound familiar. It's pretty funny. Peace. All right. So, there's some DC news for us. Let's move. <laughs> To our final story of the evening, which is that HBO, not Max, HBO has announced a, another Game of Thrones pre. This one will be called A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, colon, The Hedge Knight. So apparently he fights bushes. <laughs> they have no idea. Um, <laughs> How can they have a prequel to a prequel? They already got a prequel. Now they have another prequel? Pre- How far does pre- this one go back? Pre-prequel. No, I don't think this is a prequel to the prequel. I think this is another prequel to the main. So, like, a side prequel. Yeah, but it must it take place after or before the first prequel. Well, now that you've asked, here's the official announcement from HBO on Twitter. A century before Game of Thrones, there was... Sir Duncan the Tall and his. Squ- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's the reason that struck me as funny. I don't know. And his squire Egg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sounds like a <laughs> egg trousers. <laughs> egg, where's me pants? Um, Sir Duncan the Tall and Egg. <laughs> oh man. Um, then it continues on with executive produced by George R. R. Martin, uh, Ira Parker, Ryan Condal, and Gerardes. A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, the Hedge Knight has received a straight to series order. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it, uh, the name threw me off, but I'm, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be. <laughs> Sir Duncan the Tall. Egg with me horse. That's like some kind of weird, like medieval mob shit, like Joey the Nose, <laughs> Joey like the a, nose. <laughs> or like Sir Duncan the Tall. <laughs> Jimmy the Fish. Excuse me, sir. Am I amusing to you? Am I here to amuse you? <laughs> Duncan the Tall, that's, that's he's you know, instead okay. of the clown. My clown? I mean, you know. Okay. Medieval. <laughs> yeah. So, you're going to love this part, then. Uh, the new prequel is based on Martin's novel series, Duncan Egg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about this, but I feel like... I know. Cocaine was involved. That's what I feel <laughs> it like. It could be. It could be. Uh, the Hedge Knight is the first book of the series and follows the adventures of Sir Duncan the Tall, known as Dunk, <laughs> and his squire, uh, Aegon V. Targaryen, nicknamed Egg. 
series takes place some 90 years before the events of Song of Ice and Fire, the Song of Ice and Fire novel. It begins with the death of a nomadic hedge knight, Sir Arlen of Penny Tree. Dunk takes up his armor, equipment, three horses, and the remaining money to more gold as the town of Ashford. At the town of Ashford. On his journeys, Dunk finds a young boy, Egg. Wait, does he find a young boy or an egg? <laughs> and takes him on as his new squire. Unaware that Egg is actually a prince of the realm. Oh, Prince Egg, how nice. So there you go. Well, that's a hell of a twist, huh? Ain't it? Ain't I hope it? that he fights people with, like, you know, like, <laughs> Billy the Bowlegged and, like, uh... <laughs> Clancy the clubfoot. <laughs> totally. William the wide-eyed. <laughs> I mean, it'd be like a big gap between the eyes. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Lance the lazy eye. So <laughs> <laughs> Lance the lazy eye. Uh, and I say that because I have a lazy eye, people. Anyway. It's, it's not lazy, it's just depressed. <laughs> <laughs> so basically one of my eyes You don't have one. Yeah, I do. Just very slight though. It's sure. not like So basically one it's of It's not my, like a magic eight ball just zipping around there like well, Yeah, really. One of my eyes is looking in one direction and my other eye is saying uh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> such an appropriate choice <sighs> anyway so now it is time for our final segment which means of course that it is now time for give me the friends recommendations of the week oh yeah and this week um it's actually gonna be us fuck small <laughs> <laughs> did you drop something nope 
Well, just pick it up there. We'll wait. Nope, 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 nope. We'll wait. Nope, 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 nope. We need a new soundbite. Nope, 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 nope. No, we don't. I think we got plenty on this episode. <laughs> anyway, um, that's going to be it. We don't have a lot of recommendations this week, but we might have some interesting stuff to say about them. So, uh, first, so we're going to, we're actually, Chris and I actually have the same things to recommend. We thought we were going to surprise each other. But, and, um, but before we do that, I do have one other thing to recommend. And that is that this week on the newest episode of Impractical Joker, that's right, um, <laughs> they did a thing where they had, um, they had Bruce Campbell on and, they had um, Brian Quinn, who's a big Evil Dead fan. They had a punishment with him, Bruce Campbell. They took him out to um, basically a, a, I don't know if it was, the, I think it was just a replica of the cabin, Evil Dead 2. And Bruce Campbell was, you know, telling him stuff to do and everything. <laughs> and he kept, on purpose, he kept calling him Ryan instead of Brian and all this other shit. And it was, just, it was wicked funny. And he, it was just awesome. He, he just went full Bruce Campbell on it. And it was just, it was fucking hilarious. So check that out. It's worth checking out. That's cool. I want to see that. Yeah. Was, How's the show been since Joe left? I haven't watched it. It's been interesting. Um, there's still, it's still good. It's weird now because, you know, Joe is one of my favorites. So I'm kind of sad about that. But it's, you know, so now they bring in. Now they just have the the three other guys doing the main bits in the show, and then for the punishments, they'll bring in like a celebrity guest every week, which has been good and bad depending on who the guest is. Yeah. Um, like one week they brought in that that freaking Kesha person there. That oh yeah, that was kind of actually no, actually what they did to him they that was Sal they the punishment, and what they did to Sal was it, but having Kesha. Um, but anyway. So it's been a mixed bag, but overall, eh, it's still good. It's still good. Um, but this one, Bruce Campbell, definitely worth checking. It was fucking awesome. And there, there we have it. That's my big recommendation. Um, for that. So now we're gonna get into our team up recommendation, and uh, we'll call it our recommendation team up. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's start with. So we're gonna be talking about a couple of albums that were released <coughs> this week, I believe. Or was one anyway? Yeah, I think they were both released on the. Same day, I think. Oh, wow. <clears throat> so let's talk about the one that most familiar with, and that is there was a new album released by Metallica, and they released an album called, the fuck was it, 70, 72 Hours or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the movie where the guy had his arm trapped and he had to cut it off. <laughs> I thought there was like a couple of days or some shit. Days. Well, yeah, 72 hours. That's... <laughs> <laughs> no, that was like 127 days, I thought. Wow, that seems like a lot. No, eight, oh, 127, 127 hours, hours, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Wow, okay. I've never seen it. Have you? I think I did. Well, you must have loved it then. Well, there ain't much, you know, there ain't much going on. There's a guy trapped by a rock, and he's like, I can't take this shit anymore. I'm cutting my own arm off. I know, right? That's kind of A to Z on that Yeah, pretty much. 72 Seasons is the Metallica album. Yeah. So, um, would you like to go first, or would I, would you like me to go first? I, I'm i curious to hear what you say, because okay. I can't believe what I'm going to say. So I can't you believe go what I think you're going to say either. But here we go. So, uh, 72 Seasons, the new Metallica album. I personally would have retitled it, meh. Because for me, it was basically... <laughs> 
Well, so... Hey, calm down, sir! <laughs> You're out of control. So... Uh, <laughs> I'll put it to you this way. Uh, uh, I was listening to it the other day, and I kind of started falling asleep while I was listening to it, which is not good because I was driving home from work. Um, <laughs> I didn't dislike. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't dislike the album. It's not that it's a bad album, but for me, it's just eh, it was just okay. You know what's weird is when I first heard it, I found it. You know boring as shit yes but there was something about it that stood out to me that i was like i had to uh, now i've listened to it four times <laughs> and this is the part that's crazy because i've been you know pretty vocal about my yes yeah and all the the um all the they released four singles mm-hmm. which i didn't really like no 72 seasons i think is maybe the strongest of the four maybe maybe I have to say, I like all the other songs, for the most part. I mean, I still have issues lyrically. I mean, that's just unfortunately going to suck, I think, forever. Now, mm-hmm. in the Kirk solos, mm-hmm. there's a couple songs where it sounds like he tried a, a, a little something different. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's basically the same solo on every mm-hmm. song. <laughs> but, you know, what's interesting is that I've been watching a lot of, like, Metallica in the studio this week for some reason. Because uh-huh. they had like a making of the other albums. Sure. And every time Kirk was coming in to do a solo, Lars would be like, that sounds like it's too it's too premeditated. Like we want like spur of the moment. So I'm uh-huh. like, Kirk is not a spur of the moment kind of player. Because right. if he does that, he's going to make that same solo he's done for the last 20 fucking years. <laughs> he's not, a, 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 he's not a, he doesn't improvise. Right. So I'm like, let that motherfucker. So that's why I'm like, it's Lars's fault. Because then it, he do huh. the, you know, the wah-wah on and doing like a little fucking pentatonic. <laughs> and then Lars is like, yeah, that's it. I'm like, no, that is not it. Stop telling him it's it. <laughs> what is it? It's it. It ain't that, honey. <laughs> That's what I do know. Interesting. But, I did not know that. So, yeah, because I kept watching. I'm like, oh, man, Lars is fucking... Because mm. it was like he did a solo for a song where he kind of like wrote part of it. And he was like, nah, it sounds like you, you're, you're trying. I'm like, yeah, that's... That's a good thing at this point. Yeah. Let him try. You know what's interesting about that is I've always kind of felt that it was um, more on Lars that they went in the bad direction. Um, I mean, yeah. you know, and James kind of was in there too, but I always felt like it was more Lars who was pushing in that direction. So that's interesting. But it's weird. Like, I feel like this album sounds like like it would fit perfectly between Black Album and Load. Like, this is the Lost Transition album, because Black, the Black Album was kind of a transition from Injustice for All, which was jarring. Yeah, but was. then, when you went from a Black Album to Load, that was really jarring. Mm. And this feels like kind of like a connective tissue to that, because like some of the songs kind of sound like they could be like the... You know the um, the deep cuts on on the black album, sorta of. like some of the production. Like I don't know, like some of the some of the guitar riffs actually. Like there's like one song I can't remember what it is, but if you listen to the music without, if you took away the vocals and we're just listening to the music, it sounds like actual kind of thrash. I was like, oh, I got excited there, man. Like one nipple went bing, <laughs> and but like there's moments where it actually sounds like 
actual fucking but like the thrash light like how black album had moments of right. of their older vibe but it was you know all commercially and, and sucky and shit mm. like this has this but this is also has some weird fucking chord progressions that i just like it, it, it's like the song format is pretty basic but it, mm. it do some things that is like interesting to me that i'm like i'm like oh i wouldn't expect that because usually all their songs like i as soon as I start hearing it, I'm like, oh, and mm-hmm. he's going to do this and that, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. it, that's why I find it boring, because I'm like, musically, it's just like, oh, Christ. But oddly enough, the more I listen to it, the more I'm, I actually like it. Hmm. I didn't like it when I first heard it, right. but now that I've listened to it a few times, I actually, I think this is their best album since the Black Album. Aww. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And not only that, but I might like it better than the Black Album because most of the songs on the Black what? Album I can't even fucking hear anymore because Yeah, well, yeah. But I think I think I kind of really like it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that. And since the Black Album, which I kind of was like, eh, that one I was in denial about. Mm. It's still not what I want from Metallica, but as far as I went cuz I couldn't believe it. I didn't mean to take this over, but I went back actually today and, and listened to all the past albums back to the black album to see if I'm like, Hey, do I actually like that? And I just didn't realize it. Really? And then I wouldn't listen to all of them. I'm like, no, it's all shit. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like hardwired had some okay stuff, but mm-hmm. it was a lot of weird poppy, like bullshit. I was like, oh, I don't like that. Mm. Like halo on fire and shit. Like, I don't remember yeah. if you remember that, but. I still kind of, I'm still kind of okay with uh, Death Magnetic, but but see, this that's that's what frustrates me about that album because there's parts that I really like, like, mm. but in every song there'll be like a riff I like, and then two other things that are so cringy to me that I can't mm. fucking stand it. Right, like that the Cyanide song. I kind of like the whole beginning part, like yeah. You know, like, as it's going, but then when it gets to the chorus, like, cyanide, I already died. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I hate that part so much. And it kills the song for me, and uh, I can't. Yeah, yeah. But then they always do, like, this weird, well, another thing I hated about, they always did, like, jarring transitions. Like, they just did a new riff that, like, kind of, like, had a lot of stops and starts, and uh, it just sounded fucking, like, all over the place. Right. Like, I feel this album has a, a straight groove. Each song, like, it changes up, but it, it feels like it it stays in the pocket. It's not really getting crazy there, you know? Mm. And there's a couple of times I'm like, it sounds like they had a couple of Black Sabbath-y kind of riffs, which hmm. is never bad for me. Hmm. It's like, oh, like it's a little Sabbath-y. I'm like, I don't like that shit. So I, I am... I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what the fuck's going on because I kind of like it and I, I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, actually, uh, that's interesting. So I can, I can, I'll take all that into consideration because so from my perspective, um, I have actually only listened to this album twice so far. Um, and Oh, you have? Yeah. All the way through? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Well, you, what, you think I didn't? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if you listen to it twice all the way through, it might not it might not happen for you. Well, here's the other thing. Um, so, you know, I've only listened to it twice, so, you know, I could give it I could give it a, a couple more tries to let it warm up to me and try to try to see what, what you have just said or you know, <laughs> that, you know, 
<laughs> uh, try to think of those things that you just said. See if that changes. The other thing is, uh, one, <laughs> one actually, I actually just listened to Injustice for All, um, like the day before this came out, or the day before I saw this came out. Oh yeah. So not on purpose either. I wasn't like, oh, we'll listen to Injustice for All before the new Metallica. I just totally didn't even realize that the new Metallica was coming out when it did. So I was just, I just <laughs> casually. I wanted to listen to Injustice for All on the ride home from work when you had a bad day. I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, so I listened to Injustice for All. And then I listened to this album. So that's a huge, huge, yeah. jarring change. Yeah, it's insane. It is. It's completely insane. Um, but what's even more insane is Injustice for All to load. Yeah. I just oh. was skipping through that today. I was just like, oh, wow. That's what in the shit is happening? Yeah. What happened? Right. What the fuck and then reload i'm like holy shit um by the way fucking injustice for all i know it doesn't need to be said but that is a fucking amazing album yeah when people like i I was on people ranking shit and they like put it like they put like the black album before i'm like are you on on fucking crack fuck you fuck Fuck you fuck you sir fuck you sir i'm like just Sprawl is fucking amazing. I don't care what anybody. Let him hear the bass. Yeah, you know what else? Blow me, okay? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, sure, that is true, but it doesn't. It's still an amazing album. It and sounds fantastic. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> for me personally, Master of Puppets will always be my favorite. You twat! No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. But um. <laughs> Definitely, Injustice for All, I would definitely put it as easily my second favorite album, I would say. And, yeah, and just it's great. Listening to it the other day, I was just like, it's just, you know, you listen to some albums and you're like, oh, I love this album, it's great, but you kind of zone off or whatever. No, fucking Injustice for All, I'm totally on that album, the whole, the whole, you know, I'm totally on it, the whole album, just focusing on yeah. every fucking note and every, and the, and the, um, every drum beat i really the drums on that fucking album are amazing. yeah like Lars was doing so many fucking little fills and crazy oh, shit just unbelievable i love it i love every fucking note of that album and yeah everything it's so fucking good but anyway and, and james sounds fucking just angry and pissed. Yes. like he sounds pissed he sounds yes. fucking awesome oh. and the guitars are so fucking crunchy and you're like yes i know we oh. want to like, just punt the baby like that fucking <laughs> <laughs> and now both my nipples are hard but anyway um i don't yes. condone punting of babies <laughs> but just like yeah but <laughs> and then then you got like you know what happened after and you're like what well, i know what what did you do? Know. You know what? You know what? I figured out the thing that bothers me about Metallica. Why it bothers me so much? What's that? It's like you know when you meet somebody and you're like, yeah. "Hey, we have a lot in common," you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, "Hey, we seem to be on the same on the same wavelength," right, you know. Right, right. But then when there's a chance of like, "Hey, there's more popular kids around," and they're like, and you see that person kind of like, "I'm going to switch up my shit so I can fit into yes. that crowd because that crowd." is perceived to be better right you know what i'm talking about yes i, I don't do. know about explaining that correct but that's what it feels like like because right. i've had that happen like somebody i'm like oh yeah we're you know we're simpatico we think the same about shit and then they do some weird shit that i'm like okay Dude, we have how nothing many fucking times i gotta apologize <laughs> <laughs> no but i've i've that has definitely happened you know well i mean right, as yeah. younger growing up right like, oh yeah. i feel like we're yeah. you know we're on the same 
path and then they go, oh, I have a chance to, you know, hang out with the football guys and right. then, you know, it something like that. Something completely different, yeah. Like, you fucking bitch. Yeah. I totally get that, yeah. Because I was listening to, uh, doing the stuff behind the scenes shit, I was, they were talking about the Black Album and, and stuff, right? And they were saying that when they came in, you know, Bob Rock, that fuck. <laughs> he he told them, you know, he basically took all the way that they made music to that point and told them to do the throw it all out and completely uh, do the opposite. And I'm like, come on, they've been like fucked up for so many years because they went against their instincts and tried to do something completely different. I'm like, they were they were just about to hit it. I mean, Injustice for All was pretty popular, and they had no airplay. Real, I mean, one, you know, what I mean. Other than that. That was the big album. You know what's funny is about one is now you look at it and you're like, oh, that that, that could have been like part of their transition uh, where one came out and it was so cool that they were just like, oh, well, we should look at this path. But the other thing is at the time when one came out, the video for one came out and everything, like those, you know, it for us it was kind of like, yeah, you see that shit? That's what. That's what that's the shit. That's what fucking metallic is. Yeah, like that's how you make a fucking video. That's, yeah, but it, but know, I also everybody. had a caution, like oh no, like right, I was exactly. concerned. You want you wanted to shove it in people's faces and be like, look at this shit. That's a fucking video. And well, I was, like, I was afraid that this would be the beginning spiral too. Right. I remember feeling that like mm-hmm. oh no, there's a video. Yep. And then it did spiral, and I was like oh right. Because then they got all this new these new people on them, and then Black Album came out, which turned out to be like the biggest album. And I can't even was, listen to Inner Sandman. And- I can't. I can't do it. I can't listen to any of those fucking sad but true. I can kind of do, but other than that, I can. Nothing else matters. I can't fucking hear no. That. Yeah, the Unforgiven. Yeah, or wherever I may roam, I'm kind of like man. <laughs> that one I'm still okay on, but I mean, there's a couple, but like some of the. Other, some of the stuff that, like, um, yeah, like my friend of misery and like, uh, yeah. a wolf and man. Kind of, I mean, it's, there's some what's that? The God that failed, yes, yeah. There's man, some decent stuff on there, but it's still not, you know, it's still see. This album feels like a whole kind of a whole album of those kind of songs, hmm, to me in a way because I'm like, they, none of them sound like they're exactly being done to be singles. Except for the actual single, sort of, you know what I mean? Right. Because they don't have, like, a lot of catchy vocals, and, you know, like, there's not a lot of hooks that are like, oh, right. you know. Yeah, I'm gonna There's have... some weird shit, like, there's one that has the bass starts, and then there's, like, the, the, the drum is going with it. I can't remember yes. what it, I don't know. But it's just fucking weird. I'm like, that's, it sounds weird for a Metallica song, it for does, sure. Yeah, I know what one you're talking about, yeah. But I like weird. Weird is better than... Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. But, so the thing is... Like, as I said, you know, I listened to Injustice, and then this came out, and I listened to this, and I wasn't expecting Injustice for All. Obviously, yeah. you can't. But this one, to me, it was like, on the upon the first first listening to it, the first time, I felt like um it felt to me like what everybody says about ACD. <laughs> Is that, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. But what's weird is because I remember how I said that I liked it. Yeah. I went back to listen to all the other albums and I'm like, okay, I don't like any of this. So what about this makes me like it? And I, I still don't like the other stuff. <laughs> That's the part that I'm not sure. But I heard it seemed like, I mean, from what I read, a lot of people that came into Metallica in the load era mm. are not be jiving with this. 
And I'm like, really? what's there? That Ooh, there's something there. That's more intriguing. I'm gonna definitely have to give it another chance. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but I heard somebody complaining it's too thrashy. And I'm like, what? there's no such thing. There's no such thing. One and <laughs> no, no, yeah, definitely not. But there are some songs that are kind of like I'm listening to what's going on in the background. I think it's uh, "Chasing Light" and uh, hmm. there's another song. But I'm like, that sounds like if you took away the the vocals and the the shitty guitar solo at some point. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening here? Kind of sounds like at least black black album era thrashiness, which is the closest I've heard them come because on Death Magnetic and sh- shit, like they they were trying to. Right. Go back that way. Right. They had way too much load error still in them, so it was fucking it all up. They were trying to go back that way, but they had too much of a load in them. <laughs> yeah, they had too much. It was too much of a load in them. But this one feels like they kind of were able to strip it back hmm. to maybe the Black Album kind of era. Right before the load is still a little load, <laughs> but there's a little. There's more. I feel like there's a little more black album than there is load. The other way, it was always more load. And <laughs> I don't know. There's I think it has a, a good groove. Like I find all those songs like there's not any weird stops and weird jarring fucking like riffs that don't hmm. to me that all kind of flows. Even if it kind of is weird, it kind of still goes with the song to me. Interesting. I don't know. You have convinced me to give it another shot. Well, I'm just like, because I was so convinced I was going to hate I heard four songs and I was like, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the singles too much. Especially that really short, <laughs> that three minute one. What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, like I heard, I had no faith after that. And plus, I haven't liked a Metallica album in 30 fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So I'm really confused and I don't know what the fuck is going on. But I kind of like it. Hmm. All right, cool. All right, let's let's move on to our other album that was this week, and that was from the band Overkill, and the album is Scorched. Now, now, see that's I always see people talk about Metallica's old, and they you know, well, they're old. We Overkill's oh. been around as long as Metallica. Oh yes, and they fucking bring that shit. On this fucking album, to holy, me, I just heard it today. Holy fucking! Sh- I've already listened to this one four times. I love every song. Holy fuck! It's fucking. I think the weakest amazing. song is "Scorched," which is the one they le- release as a single. I just found out Wait, yesterday. I saw a video. Track, and I was like, but... "Oh, Scorched! What the hell's that?" Yeah. But I I listened to the whole thing today because I was going to do it for a review, and I'm like, I as it's... far as I can tell, I was listening to it on my phone, but I loved every fucking song. I was holy like, fuck yeah. Like, Bobby sounds fucking oh, amazing. Amazing. I don't know how he still does it. Yeah, he they fucking... But I'm like, that is fucking... That's thrash, man. They're just as fucking oh, fuck. old. Oh. And they're kicking some serious ass. And I loved it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, because I'm always hit and miss with Overkill. Like, like some reason, some songs hit with me and some don't. And I can't... Sure. I don't know what it is. But a lot of times, it's the melody or there's some kind of weird chord progression or key change that feels <laughs> it feels like they try not to do the same thing so they try to mix it up right but then they mix it up but it, then it to your ear it doesn't go because you're like that note shouldn't go there right, right. and it just puts a stop in it for me i'm like oh yeah. you took me out of the song <laughs> but this all has such a good flow to it <laughs> excuse me oh yeah like, it's so like every funny. song i was like holy shit this is fucking awesome holy shit this is fucking awesome <laughs> not only have i already listened to it four times but 
I two of those times were back to back. Yeah, I see. I didn't know. I'm like, I never. I like. I liked every song. Yes. And I'm like that. That's never happened. I know. For a long time with, with Oak Hill. Oh, a long time. So I'm like, wait, do I really like it? Because I want to listen to it again. Because I. <laughs> <laughs> But see, like if you're comparing Overkill to Metallica, the new album, I if you're gonna go for the like, right? I mean, Overkill is kicking the shit out of. Oh man, the 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 new Overkill album for me, it's what I like to call a fuck yeah album. Where you just listen into it and you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, like uh, every song had such a cool groove, and his fucking voice oh. was—he was fucking killing it in every song. I'm like, yes, it. oh, it's fucking amazing. That made me want to hunt two babies. <laughs> Both feet like bang. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be a fucking trip and falling ass doing it. Anyway, again, the kids do not condone punting babies. No, of any kind. Unless nobody's looking. Maybe. Hey! Whoa. No. Maybe if it was you know baby Hitler or baby Trump, you know, <laughs> we might look the other way for that. But you know, anyway. like, oh. yeah. So anyway, yeah. Oh, I fucking love it. Oh, I can't wait to listen to it again. I saw somebody, I was going on Twitter and they were talking about what's better, the new Megadeth or the new Metallica? I'm like, Oops. the new Overkill. Yeah. It's better than both. Yep. The new Megadeth is, has the speed and everything, but another thing, Dave Mustaine is corny as fuck too. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he says so many corny shit. You're like, oh. And that's what kills me about Megadeth. Yeah, like I try to get over, like, just ignore it, but it's so oh, much. Yeah, sometimes it's just like, oh, that was bad. Yeah, like he started that shit back in the day, but like it's just getting grown out of control. Like, <laughs> like on you know, like he used to do like voices or like you yeah, know, yeah. And you're like, okay, whatever. But then it just kept snowballing, <laughs> and now it's just like I can't. I know. I, can't. I know. Sometimes it's just too much. The same with Metallica. Like, there's so much cringy shit mm. that after the Black Album, and I can't. I'm try. Just went and listened to all of it, and I can't do any of it. <laughs> Except for this album, I don't understand. This has the same kind of some cringy moments, but see, I didn't, I, I didn't really feel the cringy as much. Well, other than the lyrics, I was watching the lyric videos, and I'm oh, like, oh, yeah. yeah, I haven't really, I haven't really um, focused on the lyrics yet. Yeah, but it's the same thing with Overkill. Those lyrics could be cheesy too, but the yeah. way he's delivering it sounds so fucking cool. Oh, I don't yeah. know what to... exactly. Like that fucking um, that song, Bag of Bones, that the last song on the album. That's yeah, be really that's cheesy, funny. but somehow the way he does it, it's just fucking amazing. Yeah, there was like, yeah, like there was a little element of cheese, but it sounded good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is cool because there hasn't been an Overkill album I've really liked in a while. They've been a couple okay ones, but I was like, eh, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. I'm the same way. Like I've been listening to more Overkill lately, and the last few, I'm like, they're good, but I don't know. But this one, I'm 100 fucking sold. Yeah, they're banging on all fucking cylinders on this one. From oh, what I, the man. first listen, I was like, ooh. I like it. But another thing, too, is that, they, you know, they have different members that come and, come and go, like the lineup changes. I think that's another thing yeah. with Metallica, too. It's like, right. I mean, it's Kirk Hammond. You can't really get rid of him. But at the same time, he is he's pulling every song down once he, that wah-wah comes in. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I remember I was fast-forwarding through a song, and I just stopped it, and I heard, and I was like, my eyes rolled at the same time he was bending the string. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept fast forward like I can't I can't fucking with it. <laughs> but it's like what do you do I mean they're like a, a family you know you can't right so, but it is he's kind of he kind of pulls it down 
Well, from just said a minute ago, I mean, what we can do is tell Lars to back the fuck off. Well, just like I saw him saying that, I'm like, don't don't say that to him. Because right. let him write it. Let him give him a chance to actually put some thought into it, because it might actually be tolerable. Because yeah. he hasn't written a good solo since Injustice for All. <laughs> On Black Album, there were a couple of okay ones, you know, but... Yeah, nothing... But nothing cool. Right. Nothing that I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty good for Kurt, you know? <laughs> Like nothing that I was like, okay, he's not, he's not, because I'm not. I mean, I like Kirk Hammett, but he, he's never been like an amazing guitarist. But he he worked for what he was doing, right? But in just for all, like it sounds like he actually composed solo bits anyway. You know, like right. He actually has some cool parts where you're like in in uh, one at the end that solo when he's like that sounds fucking good. Yeah. So I know he's capable of it, but then like it just sounds like everybody got so fucking lazy and they're like, we're rich, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's the impression, you know. But I think it's, they're probably trying to get through the whole, we totally changed our, went against our intuition and did what somebody else told us, which did make them more money. But maybe they, but they were like, we need something fresh. But I'm like, you guys were just getting, starting to get big. And there was nothing wrong with what you were doing. Right. So... There was no need to change it. It wasn't like, oh, you're failing. Like, they were just about to hit it big anyway. Yeah. I mean, they were for a fucking Grammy. Like, they were... I mean, they lost to Jethro Tull, but... Uh, that thing, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They fixed it. It wasn't broke. And that's exactly why that phrase... That's an exact, perfect example of that phrase. Yeah. I mean, if it went on past that and it... You know... Oh, man. I, it, but I, I can't even imagine what it would be like if they just kept going forward. I know. I want to start. A, I want to start. I was thinking now. Like, I want to start a band. Like, what if a what if band? <laughs> if they they went from Injustice for All and kept going in that direction. Ugh. I want to find a multi an alternate reality where that happened. Yeah. Right. Oh man, that would be fucking. Sweet. And go find those albums and then just come back. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's why I love Injustice for All, but I also hate it too because they're like. That's where the spot that we're like, we did just, we did too much. What else can we do? And I'm like, oh. I can so, understand that on one level, but what you do is you say, we did all this. What can we do next? And then you say, well, let's fucking see. And you jump in and you fucking do it. And that's not what happened. Like, we're going to write a conquer song. Like, what? No. <laughs> what the fuck? Gross. Yeah, but like, like the idea of the Black Album, like stripping it back, like not maybe not as long songs. It's yeah. not, I don't know nothing wrong with that. No, yeah, no, that's but, not where the problem is. That's the thing, that's the other thing is so many of the the people that that complain about us complaining about them, they don't really understand what it is truly, that truly bothers us, and it's not, you know, oh, you don't like that the songs are shorter? No. Oh, you don't like that they cut their hair? No, that's fucking stupid. I don't give a shit about their fucking hair. As far as their hair goes, I don't give a fuck! Those are just yeah. those are just symptoms of actual problems. Yeah, like in that in music at that time, I mean metal was always the the odd man out. Right. But I mean it was even when it became popular, like actual metal bands were still not popular. Right. The hair bands and all that shit were big. Right. But but that the, that's a whole that's their own fucking thing. Yeah. So that's not I mean, people classify that as metal, but I'm like that you know it's, Yeah. It, all right, it's not, fine. It's metal, but it because it, metal has a lot of subgenres, but it's a subgenre of metal technically. But yeah, and then when the Nirvana thing happened and all that shit became more passe, which I'm like, right. it already was. I mean, no, it wasn't a mainstream, you know, like right, right. 
But, it, you know, they probably wanted to stay relevant and keep working, which I can understand that, but they totally... <laughs> I, it's insane. Especially like when I'm going back and listening to it today, I'm like, it is so fucking corny. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? It, it blows my mind that it's the same band, you know? It's like, mm. what? But, but see, like, they go, like, we gotta stay relevant, so they totally change... Which is whatever, but I mean, to, to act like it, there isn't a big change isn't. That's what I don't understand. Yes. People are like, oh, it's yeah, still the part same it. band. It's like, no, and it's other, a totally different. The other thing is the way the way Metallica was back then. You know, when, when they put out Injustice for All and everything, they weren't worried about staying relevant. They were fucking yeah. making what was relevant. You know, yeah, like none of their albums had. Oh, this is going to be the radio track. Right. You know, like they were just writing music. Like most of the bands I like don't have. I mean, some of them do, of course. But I mean, right? Sure, yeah. But none, like Overkill isn't writing an album going. They released a <laughs> single, but they're like, this isn't going to be the big hit of the. This, yeah, you're not going to hear this on the radio. You know, you. <laughs> yeah, you might occasionally, but it's going to be uh you know a specialized show where guys playing metal, right. new metal, yeah, songs of the month or whatever. It ain't going to be, this is going to be the feel-good hit that all the kids are going to, you know. I know, you're not going to fucking hear, you know, you're not going to be listening to a rock station here fucking Nirvana and then go into Overkill. That's not going to fucking happen. Yeah, but see, that there's something more sincere about that because it's like yes. they're not, they know their place and they know that they're not going to, you know, be the radio hit of the year. Mm-hmm. And they're not writing it with that right intention. Exactly. So it's... So it's not swaying what they're going to do at all. They're like, we're just going to write, play fucking music that we want to play. Right. And I kind of feel like there's a little bit more of that in this Metallica album. I mean, they have the singles, but hmm. the other songs are weird. And I'm like, I, I feel like they're kind of just saying, fuck it. We're just doing whatever we want to do at this point. We tried going back to the old school with the Death Magnetic. That didn't really work out. Hmm. We tried going like a, a hybrid with hardwired and that was kind of didn't really work. Mm. So like, okay, we're just going to write whatever at this point. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I know. See, we've been talking about this way too fucking long. <sighs> whatever. But I mean, it's, it's hard. It's just weird. Uh, it totally threw me for loop because I've listened to it four times and I'm like, I actually, I think, like this, which is not something I was expecting. You did blow my mind with that, yeah. I'll, I'll get... <laughs> yeah, you blew your mind. I'm like, because the other one, I thought I kind of liked it at first, and I was like, I was trying to kid myself into liking it. Oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. But I'm like, I think I actually do like it. Wow. And that's fucking me all up, because I don't understand. <laughs> well, I, I mean, hopefully... Um... That doesn't, you know, that doesn't, your opinion then, that doesn't change as you listen to it more and more. Yeah, like, I still don't think it's like, you know, I mean, I think, I mean, the Black Album to me is not a great album to me. Right. I mean, I liked it at the time for the most part, but it was definitely like, mm. <laughs> Once again, the Black Album would be a perfectly fine album for another band. Yeah. But for Metallica, it's just. But on this album, I'm like, looking at it, I'm like. I, I definitely like it better than... I mean, the Load... I mean, there's some songs that are okay, you know, whatever. I'll be honest. I haven't listened to Load in so long. I don't even fucking... But, you know, like, the, the main ones they released, there's a couple that I, I, Do I? are okay. I'm pro- I probably... Like, I couldn't tell you what ones they were, but I'm sure, you know, if you tell me, like, oh, yeah, okay. But I don't remember. You know, like, uh... uh well, like, uh, there's parts, like, Until It Sleeps, like, there's parts that I kind of like... Oh. That, okay, and... Yeah. What was... 
the hero of the day and shit like that. Oh, you know, like yeah. there's parts that I kind of like right. and I don't completely hate, but I mean, it doesn't sound like Metallica. You right. know? It's like yeah. poppy bullshit. <laughs> poppy bitch bullshit. <laughs> poppy bitch bullshit. <laughs> See, that's a, when I'm looking at this album, I'm like, do I like this better than the Load album? Definitely. Mm. Do I like it better than St. Anger? Ooh. Definitely. Yeah, St. Anger fucking... Do I like it better than Death Magnetic? I just went through it. I'm like, yeah, I definitely do because there's so many fucking cringy moments. And like every time I was starting to like a song, they do something that uh, just totally turns me off. And I'm like, oh. Like his, the way he sings a lot of the songs is like, oh. Yeah. And then Hardwired, I thought there's a couple of songs I do like, but there's a lot of like Lodi kind of songs and I don't like. Yeah. Like man, unkind and fucking yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a couple songs like I do like, but yeah, overall, this I like probably I like less than I do like. Hmm. And this album this is the only one that I'm like I kind of like the whole thing. The, the, the singles are growing on me, but Whoa. but I still don't. I think those are the weakest songs, though. Yeah, I definitely with that. Oh, the least interesting ones yeah. for sure. I'm like, oh. But I'm like, that's so. There's four singles. There's twelve songs. That means that's eight songs that I kind of like, which is the most Metallica songs I've kind of liked in <laughs> since the fucking '90s. <laughs> so if I break it down that way, I'm like, yeah, I think I I do like this. It's blowing my mind. Uh, interesting. But I, at least it shows that I'm not completely biased because I'm like, True. I yeah. I wasn't expecting to like it. That's good. I'm happy. But then I heard Overkill today. I was like, "Holy shit balls!" Holy that's... shit balls! That shit is fucking banging. Oh man, oh, I fucking love it. It's so good, so good, so good. I want to drive around with it loud too. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think we've said enough, then, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's getting late. All right. All right. Um. Well, there you go. There you have it, kids. Um. That's it for the keepers. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add before we sign off? Uh, no. Oh, there's one more thing I wanted to add that <laughs> I wanted to talk about earlier, but that I wanted to mention when we were talking about the Marvels. And that is, um, I like the Beastie Boys. I do. I like their stuff. They've had some great songs. In it. But I'm very, very sick of the Beastie Boys being in everything now. Yeah. Because they were in the Marvels trailer as well. It's yeah, just, it's just like all right, enough. All right, that's all I had to say about. That. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to the end. So of course we want to thank each every one of you for listening through our tangents and everything. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, sorry about the Metallica thing. We just <laughs> no, not sorry. Not... That was the point. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like you know, everything has been said there on yeah, that. Yeah, it's... I know. But it's hard to when I start talking about it again. <laughs> I know, and so there's not many people I can talk about Metallica's uh, decline with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That'll you know. Yeah. That won't be like. Oh, you just you. Nope. Well, I mean, I don't even know that. I like people that give any kind of shit anyway. <laughs> like yeah, whatever. Like no. Oh, listen. Yeah. Oh, so you mean? Uh... I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it. That means, of course, he's Chris. I'm Derek. We are the Keepers of the Fringe. And, in the more words of Eric Kurtman. Great, you guys. 
I'm going home. Good night, everybody. Uh, good night, bitches. <laughs> Woohoo! Oh, there. <laughs> but Carmen, we're trying to. Screw you guys. We like movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>